Hello, everybody. You're listening to Living with TBI. I am your host, Jose Betancourt. I have a little story. It's somewhat amusing. So, traumatic brain injury, you know, what I'm living with, uh, can cause a lot of side effects. And uh, <laughs> one of them is, uh, for me, was on full display yesterday. So, here's the story. I went to a burger place with my wife. And after ordering our food, I decided to go to the bathroom and wash my hands. So I'm waiting uh, in front of the men's room because I saw that, um, you know, they they have the red and green indicator letting you know that somebody's in there. So two other people were waiting behind me and they were like, somebody's in there. I'm like, yeah. So five minutes passed, uh, pass, excuse me. And in my in my head, I'm thinking, they've been in there a long time. Do I really want to go in there after they finally get out? Because I'm, I'm pretty sure that they had themselves a very tasty burger and maybe a milkshake. And that combination might have uh, caused something. And it's going to have a, an ill effect on me when I walk in. So I decided... You know what? Let me go back to my table. Let me eat my meal. And then after everything's aired out and no one else is waiting for the bathroom, I can go and, uh, you know, use the bathroom because I also had to do a number one, not a number two, a number one. So I held it and I walked towards my wife where she's seated and she goes, what happened? I go, ah, somebody was in there. I saw that it, you know, the the green indicator said vacant. And I waited for five minutes. And whoever's in there has been there a while. So I, I, I really don't think it's a good idea to go in after them because it's going to, it's not going to smell pleasant. So my wife looks at me. She goes, babe, but you just said that it is vacant. That means nobody's in there. And I'm like, oh my God, you're right. And so I start laughing. And I'm like, I looked at it, I read it, I read the word vacant, I looked at the color, and I told myself, ah, somebody's in there. And then I stood in front, waiting, and there was a line forming behind me, and <laughs> I'm telling people, yeah, somebody's in there. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was kind of funny after all was said and done, but that's the type of... Those are the type of things I got to worry about is will I read something correctly, but uh, think of it as the opposite. I totally saw vacant. I read vacant. I saw the color green, but I was convinced that someone was in there. I mean, you know, there's, there's a possibility that somebody just didn't lock it. You know, once they lock it from the inside, it turns red. And I believe it says occupied or in use or something. But I was, I was so convinced that I had to wait online. And yeah, those are the type of situations that kind of fear, uh, put fear in me. Because what if I make a bad decision on some paperwork or something that affects me financially while we're eating or if I'm alone and I decided to go and and order some food and I give 
the delivery driver, you know, $20 extra because I couldn't think of the proper change to give them because I do struggle with that. Uh, I make sure that whenever we do order some food and, you know, I try to think ahead of time, like, you know, babe, give me the exact change plus the tip. Um, if you don't, if we don't have the exact amount, give me something that, you know, I can calculate, you know, maybe 10 minutes before the driver even shows up. So this way I'm prepared and I could tell them, you know, give me a certain amount of money back. So that makes me actually panic uh, and in restaurants. But luckily, I only go to eat with my son or my wife. And the, and I'm talking about like rare moments that we actually do go out for obvious reasons. You know, this whole uh, COVID situation. Uh, whereas before we would go out almost every weekend to eat. And of course, this is all pre-injury. So counting money was like, you know, snap of a finger. I can count the money, the tip, and, you know, give give the money to whoever it needed to go to without no problem, without thinking twice. Now I have to think three times as to, did I grab my wallet? Did I give them the proper change? Uh, how much am I supposed to give them? How much am I, am I supposed to get back? And then once again, did I grab my wallet? Do I have my credit card? Did they give it back? So I remember there was another time where we ordered in a in a noodle spot. Uh, I forgot what they call it, but it's you know they sell soup, uh, Oriental soup, uh, dumplings, things like that. Really good stuff in Queens. And so, obviously, we had to go and pick it up so that we can bring it back home. And I start eating my soup, and I go, man, I don't know what's wrong with me. I, got, I can't taste a thing in this soup. So my wife looks at me and goes, babe, did you forget you told her no salt? And I'm like, oh, crap, because I was ready to, like, you know, called them up and say, look, this thing tastes, nah, there's no taste. It's, you know, what the hell's going on? And I was ready to make a ruckus. And my wife had to remind me, you told them no salt in your soup. So of course, it's, <laughs> the broth ain't going to taste like anything. So I was like, yes, yes, you are absolutely right. So yeah, it, it's uh, little things like that. The little things that can build up and cause a lot of frustration. And some of them may even lead, you know, some of those little small decisions may lead uh, to something life-changing. So I really, really, really have to slow down, be careful. And most of all, if my wife is with me, depend on her to be my second set of eyes. That is very important. So thankfully, I have her uh, with me most of the time when I go out. The only times she doesn't go with me anywhere is when I go to therapy because she's working. But she's told me that she's panicked, uh, worrying how I'm going to react when I am outside. Um, so, so far, so good. You know, I think as far as me going outside and 
just being dependent for the most part. I, I think I'm, well, not I think that I think. I know that I'm, for the most part, capable of being outside and, you know, doing what I have to do. It's just the people around me, or if something happens, how am I going to handle that? I did see in one of the TBI forums that people have been talking about sensory overload, which is something that, unfortunately, I had to discover, like, on my own, and discover it in the most inopportune times. Uh, I remember one time my wife and I were walking. Uh, we try to do our walks every night. And we were walking around a, a particular area in Queens where people, they jog around a track and stuff like that. And I guess there's a new fad with, you know, race cars or, or people with not race cars because they're not racing anywhere. But, you know, people who customize their cars, they, they make them lower and stuff like that. They put a loud exhaust. But I guess the new fad is to have these exhausts that when they let out air, it sounds like a gunshot. And so we were walking one day and I hear this loud, like, I swore it was gunshots directed at us. And I covered her. I I. I grabbed her and, and stood in front of her and she's like, babe, it's the car. And I'm like, oh, and then boom again. And then I, you know, flinched. So I learned on that day that, yeah, loud, sudden noises will make me panic. Uh, even small noises that are repetitive, they'll, you know, they just affect me in a different way. And that's sensory overload. Having too many people around you, having too many things going on at once. That's why video games, I can't play that long. I play a lot of football on, on the PlayStation 5 because it's pretty simple. It's, you know, it's not much to the game that's going to change. Whereas a game like Call of Duty, it's a lot of flashing from the guns, a lot of explosions, a lot of people coming at you from different directions. The sound is 3D, so you have stuff coming from all over the place, and that will mentally wear me out. Like, I, I wouldn't need a nap, basically, afterwards. So I have to restrict how much I can play, what type of movies I can watch. I remember watching Sonic the Hedgehog, and there was a scene where the light flashed, and it, I swore that the light went from the movie screen right through my right eye and through the back of my head, which happens to be the side I was hit. And when I got hit, I swore that my right eye popped out. All the, all the eye doctors say that my eye is in place and doing fine, that it's most likely something with nerves. So I'll take it, you know, I'll take their word for it. They are the professionals, but yeah. Sensory overload is no joke, and so I guess that's why sometimes I'll panic. Maybe I panicked while waiting for the bathroom because there were people waiting behind me, and I was in a public place. Uh, we all had masks, but I'm just not, I just don't feel right with people around me. And you throw in the whole COVID situation, and that intensifies even more. 
So, yeah, I wanted to share that story because, you know, I had a good laugh. I was embarrassed. And, uh, you know, luckily it was my wife who pointed it out. She totally understands uh, what I'm going through. So she wasn't the one laughing. I was the one laughing. So I figured I I would share that with you guys. So I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed talking about it. And I hope everyone's doing well. And the weekend is approaching. It seems like we're going to have good weather in New York City, which is always nice. So go out there and enjoy it. Hopefully, wherever you're at, the weather is nice. And you can go out, get some fresh air, and enjoy you know, the beautiful earth that we have. Because once you deal with what we're dealing with, you, you, you do appreciate what's around us. Uh, that's one thing I can, one, that's one positive I can take out of, you know, my brain injury is that I, I do appreciate the small things that we take for granted because <laughs> um, I could have been in a worse situation or I could have totally been in a situation where I forget what all these little things mean to me. And by the way, I want to thank everyone who has been leaving me feedback about the podcast and listening. I have some new subscribers I thank you all. Um, I, you know, if I can reach a few people, then I'm doing my job. But anyway, I am Jose Betancourt. You guys take care. I'll talk to you later. Bye.